Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to another podcast about movies. And just like everyone else and the rest of the internet and the world that's taking us away from discussing Ukraine and the important things in this world, we will be discussing the slap heard around the world for episode number 264 of the Real Film Nerds podcast. With me, as always, my Chris Rock to my Will Smith, Mysterious Mike Talent. Oh, man. Going right for the, the jugular right there. No, I went for the face. I didn't go for the jugular. I slapped you on the face. Okay. All right. Well, I just got the shit slapped out of me. Dude, how funny was it? So we're just like rolling right into it. Anyways, I'll be nice. I'll get us back kind of on track. Real Film Nerds, episode number 264, where you're here to talk about the Netflix original that just dropped, Windfall. It is uh, starring three people. Two of them you probably know. So anyways, all right, Mike, I'll just keep going. And I'll be like, Mike, we'll, we'll get into our off topics of the discussion of the Oscars later. Mike, why don't you give us the rundown for net, the Netflix original Windfall? All right, Matt. So this movie was uh, directed by Charlie McDowell. It was written by Charlie McDowell, Jason Siegel, Justin Ladder, and Andrew Kevin Walker. This movie is starring Jason Siegel, Lily Collins, Jesse Plemons, and Omar Lavia. And this movie is about a man breaks into a tech billionaire's empty vacation home, but things go sideways when the arrogant mogul and his wife arrive for a last minute getaway. All right, Mike. So, uh, was this your pick? I think this was your pick, right? This was my pick. And it was such a good pick, Mike. Amazing film. So good. Mike's laughing for those of you who can't see it. <laughs> Um, some people might think that. Uh, uh oh, I think we're, are we going to have a difference of opinion, Mike? Man, I I didn't I didn't like this movie. Oh, okay, good. I I thought this was mediocre at best. Uh, for me, the best part of this whole movie was Jesse Plemons acting. He he's just amazing, dude. He really is. I can't wait till he gets a nice starring role. And wins his first Academy Award, unlike Will Smith. Oh man, just had to drop that <laughs> in there. Okay, well, uh, touching on Jesse Plemons again, Matt. I didn't realize when we were reviewing The Power of the Dog that Jesse Plemons is married to Kirsten Dunst. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, I no. thought we talked about it during the pod, but yeah, I don't yeah, think they're so. married. Uh huh. Yeah. They've been married for a while too, I think. Wow. Yeah, that's 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 cool because. Uh, Speaking of the Academy Awards, I was watching an interview from the Best Supporting Actor. Um, I'm losing his name right now, but he was from CODA. And uh, he was saying that he was hoping that he could act with his wife in a movie just like Jesse Plemons did. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, so that was a young man uh, from Mesa, believe it or not, Mike. The uh, Best Supporting Actor from CODA. It's from Mesa, Arizona. Oh, that's cool. So anyways, I mean, we'll talk about the Oscars later, but we can keep going on and on about them. But uh, uh, Mike, I, it was nice to see Jason Siegel back doing a film. I haven't seen him do a film in a while. 
Yeah, it w- it was good seeing him do a film. Um, this is an interesting film. It kind of reminded me of some other kind of horror movies that I've watched, but it just was different. And, and I don't know, like kind of slow and like met the, uh, the slow painting <laughs> reminded me of that movie we reviewed a long, a little while back from Netflix that was nominated for Academy Award. Uh, but I can't think of it. It was like, it was in black and white. Do you remember which one I'm talking about? The, uh, the Mexican one, right? Yeah, yeah, the Mexican one. Yeah, I, I, I'm spacing on the name of that. Because didn't that one Best Picture too? I don't think it won Best Picture. It won something. I know it was though. nominated. But remember oh, right. this? Yeah, the, it didn't the, win. The slow pans that they had in that, it, this had this like the same thing. I was like, oh, no, not another one. Now, I'm sure everyone's going to say this, but this really reminds me of Hitchcock. It's very much a Hitchcock type thriller. Oh really? You think it was Hitchcockian? Oh, yeah. Yes, very much. Not 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 a ton, but it had those elements. And I have to say, one of my favorite parts of the entire film, and this is going to sound weird, is the uh, opening credits. It's just very old school, man. Very old school. Just one scene with the credits rolling, and literally they had everyone that was involved in the movie right at the start. That's well, that's true. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll give you that, Matt. The the uh, one thing I liked in this movie, which is a little weird, I guess, as well, Matt, was none of the characters ever say their name. Uh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Good point, Mike. I didn't realize that until you pointed it out. Um, and then, obviously, being a real estate guy, uh, dude, this location is absolutely incredible. It has to be California because of the orange groves, but this home is a freaking amazing it's gorgeous oh yeah no it was it was really cool wherever they filmed and i mean it was just one set like it was kind of a, this movie was probably made in like two weeks a week oh yeah yeah it was very low budget you could tell it shot was shot really well though um most of the money went into the the two big named actors and probably the writing but it was shot well it's just it's almost like an independent yeah, for sure, for sure. It was it, it did remind me of an independent, but I mean it had the big actors in it and I mean it was well acted. It's just I don't know, it's a little bit weird story and a lot of things are unresolved, I guess. This movie ends without much resolve. Yeah, there's there's lots of resolve. <laughs> there's some resolve, Mike. There's two big resolves. <laughs> no. No, there's not two big resolves. There's like a million other questions. Well, I, yes, there's a lot of questions. Yes, I will go with that. But there's two big results. So, anyways. D- but so you didn't like it. I thought it was just kind of draggy. It really dragged a lot of ass. Yeah, no, I, I just didn't like it. Like, I think, I think it could have been done a little bit differently. I kind of got where things were going, but there's a lot of questions about the characters. And I know that's on purpose. But, like, the robber guy, you don't really know any of his motivations, and he never really says anything in the whole movie about what his motivations are, really. Um, That's kind of upsetting. And then th- there's a hint that he probably has, he he probably is a father, because he said that really changes everything. But he never said specifically he was a father. And that was, like, it. 
Like, I don't know. I, I think, I think it drove me a little bit nuts that I know nothing about really any of the characters. I mean, we delve in a little bit to Jesse Plymouth's character. I mean, you kind of get his attitude and his like view on life, but you don't get really like what he really did. I mean, you get kind of a like a like a light overview, so you kind of know he's you know you do know he's super wealthy, but um, and he's made some enemies along the way, I guess. That's that's like all. Well, and his company buys up other companies and shuts them down or lays people off. Yeah, yeah, like he makes things more efficient, I guess. And it's a tech company because he said he was going to do a speech at CES and he blew it off to spend the weekend with his wife trying to knock her up. But, uh, okay, I don't want to spoil too much, but here's one that really, really bothered me about the movie. Jason Siegel's character's motivation to break into their home was fucking stupid. Oh, oh, you mean uh, he just wanted to see what it was like to be a... To be Jesse Plemons. Yeah, that That was was stupid. That was absolutely ridiculous. I'm sorry. It was stupid. All right, all right. Just say you wanted money. That makes way more sense. No, he just wanted to walk around and drink orange juice and eat an orange. I mean, he didn't even go swimming in the pool, damn it. All right, all right, Matt. Before we get too much right, into spoilers, right, hold, I'll on, dial hold it down. on. I'll right, dial it down. I'm sorry, hold Mike. On, hold on, hold on. Please hey, don't hey, hit me hey, again. Hey, let's do. Let's do. Uh, what are you drinking, Matt? <sighs> well, Mike, thank you for asking. I again am not been to the store because I'm poor, so I'm drinking fridge beers, which continues to be Dos Equis Amber. It's a good beer, though. Yeah, I know. I just have a bunch of them. That's okay, Matt. Did you just buy like six cases? Two. They're on sale at Total Wine. Nice. Any Blantons yet, Matt? No. Dude, you and everyone else. I was talking to one of my guys that I was working with from Wisconsin, and I was telling he's a big bourbon drinker, too. I was telling him, I can't find a freaking bottle of Blantons to save my life. He's like, oh, don't worry. I'll get you one and mail it to you. Nice. So I hope that happens. That would be nice. But that anyways, would be okay. nice. Mike, are you drinking plantains? No, I'm not drinking plantains. I'm drinking a Sierra Nevada uh, Imperial IPA that's called Fantastic Haze. With Pretty a tasty. shot of plantains. <laughs> Dude, Pretty you're, tasty. Your, your brother-in-law, man, he hooked it up. I saw that shit. You know, you sent me that video. That was just mean. Mean. Yeah. So it looks like every time we go there, we, we're going to drink blends, Matt. I'm sorry. That that sounds like my heaven. Heaven is a bottle of Blantons instead of a half pipe. Oh, all right. Well, you know, I think that this has a little ring to it. I think you could you could tweak the song. We could do it. We could do it, Mike. Mike, drum roll, please. Your favorite part of the entire podcast. Mike, what is this week's dad joke? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. All right, Matt. You're going to love this one. You're going to love this one. I love it. So here we go, Matt. Why did the Scarecrow win Employee of the Month? Dude, I think you did this one last week, didn't you? Or was this two weeks ago? No, no. I didn't do this one. You did one with a Scarecrow. I swear I think you did. 
Is it because he was just hanging out? Because he was outstanding in his field. Yeah. See, I think I've heard. I think you've done that one before. You need to start marking these off in the book. I do. All right. Uh, well, let's do another one just for good measure. Why not? Okay. Want to hear a joke about paper? Yes. Never mind. It's terrible. There you go. There you go, Mike. That's that's better. That's better. Uh, All right. This might be a tough one because I was trying to think. I don't know if any of our main characters have been in it, but Mike, uh, I'm. I have faith. I have faith that you keep it going. How does the Netflix original film Windfall relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right, man, I got a little worried about this one because there's there's literally only four characters and those four characters are not in any Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. But when I finally get down to the editor of this movie, David Marks, he also was assistant editor on Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, thank God. Because that's one I think... I think he probably would be a good character and a good fit in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I don't know if he'll ever do it, is uh, Jason Segel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'd probably, I mean, yeah. He'd do someone really fun and really cool. I can see it. You know, like like something almost like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy-ish. But again, he's very dramatic and very serious in this film, which is fine. He did a really, really good job. But I'm used to seeing him in the fun stuff. Like, I love you, man. And uh, um, forgetting, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Sarah Marshall. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Dude, that's a funny movie. Oh, uh, it's so good, so good. And he wrote and dr- I don't know if he directed it, but he wrote and did a lot on that movie. A lot. I I want some more of that, Jason Siegel. That movie was funny. The the um, vampire um, Count Chocula or whatever op- opera or what 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 did like that was ridiculous. It was amazing. The puppet. Uh, vampire opera yep yeah at the at the end when he actually had it like there was yeah oh he still talks about you know your favorite part in that whole film and how he regrets it to this day uh what is wiener dance yep it's the first and only time you've ever shown his 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 uh wiener and he regrets it to this day (laughs) well I, I, I thought the scene was really funny. I mean, it's ridiculous, but funny. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. Oh, dude. There you go. There's another one that's rolling into off topics. But um, so Mila Kunis was the one person that talked about Ukraine last night during the Academy Awards. Of course, because she's from Ukraine. Yeah. And she, she and her husband. Uh, um, oh, I can't think of his name right now. Raised a bunch of money for the Ukraine. Yeah. Um, Ashton. Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. Yeah. The boy from that 70s show. They're both from that 70s show. But yeah. Anyways, it was just kind of funny because I remember there was rumors or I don't know if they put it on Twitter or something. I don't remember. I was reading something about it that they were going to do a silent protest at the Academy Awards and no one was going to do speeches. They were just going to get their awards and walk off. I was like, this is going to be the best Academy Awards ever. And no, everybody had their typical speeches. I, I'm just surprised you didn't watch it, Mike. I watched it because I was going to talk about it on the radio, but uh, I'll talk about it on the radio tomorrow. But honestly, I thought the Academy Awards 
this is the best they've had in like three years with or without the slap. I mean, it was really good. It was nice having three hosts back. The awards took way too long. People talked way too long as usual. Um, the three hosts were good. They have some pretty good poignant jokes. Uh, honestly, I, I didn't think the Oscars were too terrible. I still think three hours, three hours or 45 minutes, however long it was, is way too freaking long. But it was a lot better than it has been in three years with no hosts. So what what did you think about Dune winning like every like technical award there was? Loved it. Absolutely loved that Dune got their due. I thought it was awesome. I'm really glad that Power of the Dog got freaking beat on like everything. And of course, Mike, we predicted it. It's what we wanted. We wanted Koto to win Best Picture, and it did. And that gives me hope because I truly think it was the best film of the year. Granted, I haven't seen all the nominees. We've seen most of them, but that film was incredible. It really was. Yeah, that, that film was incredible. Um, so it, it is it is nice to see that it won. A lot of people, I think, on the internet are upset because it was like a feel-good movie or whatever. And I was like, yeah. Maybe one of those should win every once in a while, huh? It made you feel something, and that's a good movie. A movie that makes you feel something is a good movie. The new Spider-Man made you feel something, too, and that's a good movie. If it doesn't make you feel something, it's a shitty-ass movie. you know. But anyways, all three awards that Coda was nominated for, they won, which was great. Troy Katsu for um, you know Best Supporting Actor, and then I... What was the third one? I don't think it was a screenplay. I don't remember what the third one was, but they were nominated for three. They won all three. I really think the lead actress, though, should have been nominated. She did a freaking amazing job. She really did. She did. She did. Um, it, it's it's really interesting, Matt, because this is also the first streaming movie to win Best Picture, and it's Apple that did it, not not Netflix or right. or Amazon that but, have been in the game longer. But I swear to God, that one. But again, Apple just bought this movie because this movie came from Sundance. You know, it, it wasn't did. original. They bought it. They threw a lot of money at it. But uh, I, that one that we talked about, um, I swear to God, I thought it was nominated. It might not have won, but I swear I thought it did for Best Picture. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I'll have to look it up. But um, honestly, I, did, I thought the Oscars were well. I mean, Will Smith deserved to win. He finally deserved to win his first Oscar disappointed with what he did to chris rock for someone that was literally doing their job yes he probably crossed the line but it was enough to get up and get hit it's a comedian doing comedian things what the hell is wrong with this country people are just being way too freaking sensitive on shit and then um uh i really think nicole kidman should have won uh best actress for um the uh the ricardo's movie Oh, yeah. The Ricardo's movie was really good, man. It was man. very really good. good. Yeah, and it didn't... I don't think it won a thing, being the Ricardo's. And I think she should have won. She was fantastic as Lucille Ball. But, uh, yeah, Will Smith deserved it. He really did. There was a lot of people that deserved it. But uh, he's never won one. He's been nominated three times, never won an Academy Award. So that was nice to see. Uh, but anyways, overall, honestly, I thought the Oscars were well. I think they went well. Too long. Love the hosts. Love you know the music that went on. I thought it was nice. It was in the theater, but it still felt kind of intimate because of how they set it up. Um, yeah, I I don't think it's worth watching it for three and a half or four hours or however it is long. But they did a good job. It was entertaining. So okay, back to the movie of Windfall. So now we're in spoilers. We 
wasted time. Mike, I don't know what you want to spoil about this. I mean, I guess we could spoil the big twist at the end. I, I, I guess. I, I don't know. It's just this movie dragged ass. Yeah, no, it, it did drag ass um, lots, of, lots of different places in the movie. And it was real interesting that, you know, when our robber character finally gets back to his car, that's when he noticed the camera. I'm like, really? You wouldn't have noticed that when he first stopped? Right, when he pulled in? Because, I mean, he parked looking at the freaking camera. Unless he did it at night, maybe. But again, that's another question we don't have an answer to. That's true. There's so many questions that we don't have answers to, but... Um, and it was so awkward when when he was, you know, interacting with them. I, I really liked that because it probably would be that awkward. And I, I liked how they, they had that in the writing. I thought that was real genuine. Yeah. But it was uh, I, the one of the interesting things in there that happened was they were talking the robber and Jesse Plymouth's character who's like trying to find his, one of his money stashes to give him. And he's like, Hey, do you have a gun in this house? And he's like, no. At that point, I know that the guy, the robber guy was like, I can't believe anything this guy says. Right. Cause yeah, he finds one later. He find two. He found two. He found two guns. I thought he had one gun, but he found another. No, no. I think he, I think he, found too you don't think he had a gun at all okay no i don't think he did he wasn't expecting him to be there well that's true good point good point mike again this is one of those things you were talking about earlier about so many questions not answered do you think that adds or detracts from the film that there's too many questions that go unanswered I don't know. In some ways, it probably adds to it because it's like it's just more mysterious and you just don't know all the characters' motivation. Um, and without getting into the the ending too much, Matt, it was a little bit surprising because I felt like there was some tension between some of the characters and you just don't know why, though, really. Like, not. I mean, you, you kind of know why. Um with the the family starting stuff, but I don't know. It just seemed like there was a bunch more and it just doesn't really tell us what happened. So more questions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things that led to one of the big spoilers was the way he talked to that character right before the big spoiler happens. You know what I mean? Like he was very respectful and kind of chill and nervous. And then right before he's getting ready to take off and do his thing, he's extremely disrespectful and just a downright asshole. And I think that might've sealed his fate right there and then. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know why the robber's motivation was to tell Jesse Plemons about his, uh, wife's um, using of uh, birth control. Like, I don't know what, like, I don't know what that served, what purpose that served besides, well, I don't want to give it away. Maybe them in fighting amongst themselves so they'll be distracted from him robbing them? I guess. But, I mean, it sounded like he was so incredibly rich that it didn't matter. 
Like, well, but he still wanted to have a kid. No, but like, no, no, they did like the um the robber character, like oh yeah, stealing from the billionaire or whatever. He was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I, I did, I, I enjoyed the conversation of a hundred and fifty k. Yeah, that's that's not enough. And 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 then they like had him up it, and he's like two million, and he's like, no, that's too much. Okay, well, just tell me what the magic number is. <laughs> Well, and it's it's interesting how the reason why he even comes to that number is because of the camera. Like he didn't even he was okay with the what five or ten grand he pulled out of the safe and his Rolex, yeah. you know, which probably was like twenty five. He was okay with that, and he was gonna leave and just go on about his merry way. And then he saw the camera, and he's like, "Oh, I'm fucked." I don't know if half a million dollars would cover you, you know, being hunted down for the rest of your life. You know, maybe. Yeah, I I don't know. It depends on his situation, right? We don't know if he had a family or if he has a job or if he wants to go live in Mexico. We got nothing. That's true. Do you want to do the super spoilers, Mike, or you just don't want to talk about it? No, I don't. I don't think we should. Because okay, if we give away that, like, I don't know. I feel like there's no reason to watch the movie then. So. I don't think there's much of a reason to watch the movie in the first place. I mean, it's okay. I'm not going to say it's a great movie. I, I, it's okay. I mean, if you're bored, sure, watch it. But I'd watch The Atom Project over this crap. Yeah, The Atom Project was way better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is nice because it's different. It's interesting and creative and all those things. And I love all that stuff. But if I had to pick one because I don't have the time because, you know, I'm a father of two children or I'm a real estate agent that works seven days a week, 90 hours a week, then I'd pick Adam Project all day long. Not not that I know yeah, those things from yeah. experience, but <laughs> Yeah, I think I concur, Matt. I concur. Okay, Mike, so how many reels then do you give Windfall? Uh I'm gonna give this two reels out of five. Well, I'm glad to see that we're back on par a little bit. I say that like every week that we're back on par, but we're not. Uh I, I clearly liked it a little bit more than you, but I still didn't think it was great. I give it two and a half. Okay. Yeah. No, we're we are getting closer. I'm getting more negative. Yeah. So this is good. This is good. You are. You're becoming more crotchety, Mike. You're getting old. You know, you're showing your age. Finally. But I don't know. I, I think the half a reel is just because it was creative and it was unique and it was different. And, you know, it's it's not terrible, but it's not something I would seek out either. No, no. I didn't really know what I was getting into with this one either. Uh, you know, I just chose something and, you know, it seems like a lot of my just choosing something sometimes doesn't work out. Well, but look at the cast, Mike. All well-known yeah. people. Wonderful actors. Lily Collins still needs some work, but she's getting there. It's nice to see her have a starring role, you know, but she'll get there. So speaking about trash, Mike, um, you want to hear what movie I picked for next week? Yeah, I do. Mike? We're going to the theaters. I hope you can handle it. Yeah, what are we going to go see? We're going to go watch the movie that the critics are just destroying right now because everybody needs a good old-fashioned train wreck. We're going to go watch Morbius. Oh, the critics are destroying it? Yes, they are. (laughs) Yes, they are. (laughs) I don't know. I like Jared Leto, man. I think Jared Leto is a very good actor, but you know, if we get 
Suicide Squad, Jared Leto, this movie's going to be shit. I mean, he was okay. You, I mean, he didn't really have much to do in that. I know, but if we get House of Gucci, Jared Leto, then we're on the money. That's one thing I was kind of upset. I think he should have been nominated for that movie. Oh, and they even talked about it in the Academy Awards last night about how the House of Gucci got snubbed. Like, they didn't get shit. Like, they didn't get nominated for anything. No, they didn't get nominated for anything. And, and yeah, he should have gotten nominated. Dude, he did really good. That, that, that movie was, I don't know, maybe they're mad at Ridley Scott for something. I don't know. What did he say? Oh, dude, they slammed him freaking twice. They slammed him for House of Gucci, and they slammed him for uh, uh, Last Duel. Really bad. Like, really bad, the host. Wanda Sykes comes out holding, she's doing like a giveaway. She's like, I feel so bad. So many people are, you know, nominated, not winning. And she's like, I got a gift I want to give someone. And she's like, it's a screener. That's this is a, a screen that's never been watched. It's never been seen by anybody. And she's like holding it up and walking around. And she's like, "Here you go, sir. Here's your free screener to uh, to the the last duel." <laughs> Ouch! Ouch! Is right. It was a deep hurt. That was a deep cut. <laughs> is is it Adam Driver? Do you think they're just like no? We're Maybe. done with him. Maybe he's too handsome. They can't nominate him for stuff. I don't know. It was because he was involved in the Star Wars and everything else. That's tainted. It's true. The Star Wars is tainted. Yeah, like, like it seems like uh, none of these Marvel movies are ever going to win anything. Yeah, well, that's because like, they make money. That's the problem. All these movies that make money are not going to win anything. If it doesn't make money, then you're golden. So, in other words, Star Wars and Marvel just needs to go straight to streaming, and we're golden. They'll win all the time. Okay. All right, man. Like Spider-Man, right. like okay, let's think about it. The movies we had this year, the Marvel ones that I really liked was Spider-Man. I I it got nominated for something at least. And uh Shang-Chi. I absolutely love Shang-Chi. I know a lot of people give it a lot of hate. I really thought it was good. Shang-Chi was pretty good. I I I just it was a little bit too much Aquafina for me, but uh other than that it was good, man. Yeah, they kind of could have toned her down a little bit. She was kind of doing her Aquafina, you know, goofy, jokey kind of thing a little too much, which it works at times. Like it really works well in, um, oh crap, uh, Jumanji. Yeah. It works really well in that, but not so much in, you know, action movies. It works okay for comedic you know comedies like it would work probably really good in like a guardians film or like a avengers team up or something like that but uh, shang chi an introduction character film nah i don't think so it was it was a little too much and that was just a little too much i you know i didn't mind uh, like the humor and stuff it's always good to have a little bit of humor in them but it, it's it seemed like it was just a little too much yeah they kept doing it over and over and over and over right no it was nice having it in there they just did too much of it i agree so, all right, Mike, well, back to the theaters next week. If you can't make it, let me know, because we'll have to scramble and figure something else out that's on streaming. But uh, Morbius, let's go watch that train wreck. All right, man. Everybody likes to watch a train wreck, right? You just can't look away. You just got to watch it. Yep, like a car crash. Yeah, I know. If people would just stop slowing down on the car crashes, like to look at car crashes... Things would just move a lot smoother. And they wouldn't cause more car crashes. Yeah, but we just can't we can't help ourselves. All right, Mike. Do your thing. All right. Well, 
thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, catch us on the next pod. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And go out there, stream a movie, or go watch a movie in the theater. Go watch Trainwreck like we're going to next week. All right. Catch you next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Matt Hinshaw in studio with me this morning on Magic 99.1. We usually talk to Matt from the uh, podcast Real Film Nerds on Mondays, but I had to go to Flagstaff for jury duty. Obviously didn't get selected because I'm back, but I'm glad I'm back because yesterday, man, I couldn't keep my ears off of talk radio. I'm talking about the whole Oscars, Chris Rock, Will Smith debacle. Wait, hold on. Something went on at the Oscars? <laughs> yeah, you're funny. You know what is funny, though? I was watching it. You were watching it, too, because yeah, we were, were texting. texting. Yeah. And I got up to do something. Missed the whole slap. Really? I missed it. And I'm, and I'm one of the people that watched the program. But I knew there was something on, I knew there was something wrong because I couldn't figure out what they were referring to. So of course I got online and I realized what I had missed. But isn't that crazy? Well, what was weird is I watched it as it happened and I recorded it so I could fast food through the commercials. Uh-huh. And I thought the DVR recording messed up. And I was like, what the hell is going on? So I stopped <laughs> it because it was really awkward. They should have just let it roll and bleeped out the swears. It would have made more sense. Yeah. But they cut like chunks of it out. But yeah. They left a slap in. And so I rewound it. And I was like, no, there's just literally no audio for a good solid three count. Wow. And it very strange, but um, on the uh, overseas broadcast, that's mm-hmm. how everybody's getting the exactly. full thing broadcast live. Exactly, and we caught it all. And boy, swears, what do you yeah. think? Uh, I don't think it was staged. I think it was no. legitimate. Yes. Um, I, I'll try not to get too political about it, but the thing that really, really upsets me about it is, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of comedy. I do go, go to a lot of stand-up comedy. I have a dear mm-hmm. friend that does stand-up comedy. I think this sets a precedence for stand-ups and comedians that who's going to be the next one that's going to get up on stage and hit someone. Right, right. And Censorship. I don't like that. Censorship. Yeah. I mean, come on. Chris Rock was literally just doing his job. And you know what? That joke wasn't even that bad. He could no. have said so many worse things. It, it wasn't even that It wasn't even that funny. I mean, it, think about it. G.I. Jane is a 90s movie. I know, but it was I, wasted on the I got the reference. Oh, yeah. So you did, did I. You did, movie, too. Moviegoers of got course, it. Of course. But, um, yeah, the way that Will Smith handled it. You know, people are saying he should have just grabbed her hand and walked out. Now, what would that have said to everybody? That would have made a huge statement, but one that I found interesting, I was reading a little bit, is, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith has always kind of, I mean, Will Smith has always kind of protected her, and she's never really ever, like, protected him. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say she's thrown him under the bus, but she's never stopped him. Mm -hmm. If she would have just reached over, grabbed his hand as he was starting to go up there and said, Mm -hmm. just shook her head. Right. No. Right. Then we wouldn't be talking about it. Right. Right. But no, well, she's like, no, yeah, he, well, he's going to get it. And, and it's it's wrong. I don't know if you heard this earlier, but just two, three days before the Oscars, this was Jada Pinkett Smith on TikTok. Listen. I don't give two craps what people feel about this bald head of mine, because guess what? I love it. 
And she looked amazing. I mean, yeah. And then, oh, geez, that's absolutely I ridiculous. I well, I, that's the one social media I refuse to do is TikTok. Well, I don't do it either. It was but, on my show prep. But yeah, no, it was it was sent out. So yeah. yes, that's that's interesting yeah. that that's now coming out. Right, but. right. Well, and Will Smith was laughing at the joke. Well, that's till he thing. looked at her. Yeah, and, and then, then she looked upset, looking at him. She's probably more upset that he was laughing at it than yeah. the joke itself. Right, right. And I, I'm betting he, she even had to like explain it to him why she was upset about right, it. Right, right. Probably. So anyway, we shall see well, what the Academy's going to do. What do you think they're going to do? I don't because think... they should have they should have removed him. They should have gone to commercial break yeah. and escorted him out of the auditorium. Yep. I, I think he deserved to win the Academy Award, but I think leaving it in and him being up there and giving a speech and all that stuff, that sets a bad tone it for the Academy. Yeah. It really does. They're just like, nope, it's okay. Right. No, they should have. And Will Smith done like a voiceover. And Will Smith wins Best Actor right. and, and moved that's on. it. Yep. They're already way over time. Yeah. Way over time. And they let his speech go on and on and on and on. It was awful. And the people that, you know, standing ovation, it was just so uncomfortable to watch. Extremely cringeworthy. Yes. Yes. And I mean, even Amy Schumer drops a line when she comes back in (laughs) saying, wow, what happened in here? Like the whole tone changed. That was funny. Yeah, it did. That was funny. It did. It was not the same show afterwards. Not the same show at all. But Coda took Best Picture. You totally agree with that one. I was very happy. Yes. Very, very happy. You said you loved it. I loved it. I loved that the um, Best Supporting Actor was... uh, uh, Katsun, the right. gentleman that played the father in the From film. Mesa, Arizona. From Mesa, Arizona. Yep. He deserved it. He did an incredible job. Uh, I love that movie. It was well, well worth it. In my, I've seen almost all the Best Picture nominees. There's a couple I've still missed, but... It's the film of the year for me. Okay. Well, and I haven't seen it yet because it's on Apple TV, the one streaming service I do not have. Just get, sign up for a free trial. Okay. All right. So should we give your mother a call, see what she thinks? I guess, but I mean, I can talk about lots of things today, Lisa, <laughs> I bet so. you can. Do you not want to call your mother? Yeah, let's call her. All right. Why all not? Right. Coming up, Ma Hinshaw on Magic. Good morning. Ma Hinshaw on Magic 99.1. How are you? Oh, just fine. It's raining here in Phoenix. Well, it's raining here in Prescott, too. How nice is that? It's wonderful. We need water. We need water. It's oh, a fact. Here, here's my line that I was going to say. Prescott, we have the weather system of an angry teenager. <laughs> Think about it. On, on Monday, it was like 80 degrees, yeah. and I get in the car to drive to the radio, and it's literally in the 30s. Yeah, yeah. Freezing cold and Ridiculous. wet. Ridiculous. Yeah. You're not kidding. <laughs> You're not kidding. Well, Ma, did you watch the Oscars? I got the last part of the Oscars. Okay, okay. But my son-in-law kept me posted on the rest of it. <laughs> okay, yeah. It was very... Um, interesting, to say the least. Did you Very. see a movie this past week that you want to share uh, your thoughts on? Well, we saw Windfall on uh, Netflix. And what did you think? Well, I thought Jesse, the fellow that was nominated for an Academy Award, did a great job. Yes. But it was very um, slow. A little slow. I would until agree. You, I agree yeah, too. until you get to the end. It, I fell asleep three times. Oh, no, three snores. Uh-oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, it was just slow. They, I know the, they were trying to build up the suspense, you know, which is, yeah, they did, but it took a long time. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> I watched it as well. I had knew nothing about it. Matt had suggested it, mm-hmm. and I think I went home that day and watched it, right? He, he was either that day or the day after, yeah. and you texted me, you're like, I've already seen the movie, and you haven't. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that never happens. No. And never. Um, 
I enjoyed it. I thought it was, I, I really liked the ending. I was Did like, because I, I called yeah. it. I'm like, she is totally going to, not going to say, but, and, and uh, she did. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, wow, that was a lot. Um, uh, yes, that that's, I mean, the end was great. And I think the rich husband who was trying to do anything, you know, mm-hmm. to help the situation, he was very, very good. And I'm amazed because I saw interviews of him, and he's the quietest man and really sweet. And he yes. Played, played this guy. Oh, my. He did a really good job, but it was still, it was slow. Okay, so how, yes. how many cookies are you going to give it? Um, maybe three. Three cookies out of five. How about mm-hmm. you? How many reels you give wow. it? Wow. I... I... Thought it was okay. I didn't think it was great. I think it could have been a lot better. It was very long and drawn out. I liked how a lot of the things they did. I liked seeing Jason Siegel back on screen. Mm-hmm. I liked that yeah. he wrote it. I liked a lot of aspects of this film, but there's a lot of things I didn't like. So I, I don't think it's worth a watch. I gave it two and a half. Oh my gosh, the one Ooh. I watched, and you gave it a two and a half. <laughs> See, that's more my kind of movie, though. I mean, I don't need a lot of action. Yeah. I need a lot of deep thought and wonder and speculation, and that's what this uh, film offered me anyhow. There's way too many unanswered questions. I mean, they could have given us a little bit more, especially yeah. on the robber and especially on the wife and especially on all three characters. Yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> well, and uh, IMDB totally agrees with you, 5.7. Seven out of ten. Fifty-one percent uh, of Google users liked the movie's Rotten Tomatoes gave it a sixty percent. So yeah, I mean, you're right there. Well, how many microphones do you give it? Well, I, how many microphones? <laughs> I give it three microphones. Three microphones. I give All it right. three. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you can start mm-hmm. asking me that when I see the film, which I, never I happens. See, I need to write this down so I remember. <laughs> All right. Very good, Ma Hinshaw. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you very much, and I was happy with the results of the Oscars. Yes, I'm sure you were. You really liked Coda as well, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yes, I've got it on my list. Okay, have a good day. You too, (laughs) bye-bye. Bye. You guys check out the podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds. Maddie, thank you so much for coming in. Lisa, thank you as always, young lady. You're welcome, young young man.